0: Support for this podcast comes from the Florida Atlantic University College of Business, home to over 8,000 students, seven departments, six centers, and an impressive offering of interdisciplinary and professional development programs taught by the college's world-class faculty. Learn more at business.fau.edu. Welcome to What's Happening at FAU Business. I'm Jen Mullins.
1: And I'm Ryan Swano. And we both work in the Marketing and Communications Group at the FAU College of Business.
0: Today we speak with FAU Honors College student David Gorski. David recently won first place and $10,000 in prize money at the annual FAU Business Plan Competition for his activity tracking mobile app called Life Metrics. For more information about FAU's Business Plan Competition, Visit business.fau.edu slash BPC. And for more on Wilkes Honors College and the Keenan Social Engagement Program, go to honorscollege.edu.
1: Okay. We hope you enjoyed the interview. Hi, David, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: So I'm a physics major at the Honors College of FAU up in Jupiter, and I'm planning to go on to a PhD program in the fall and I'm the creator of Life Metrics.
0: Can you give us your elevator pitch?
2: Sure. So Life Metrics is a platform and mobile app which helps users find quantitative connections between their biometrics and their psychological and physical well-being. So how we do this is we take all of the metrics we already generate about ourselves through our smart devices through our wear- through our wearables and uh, combine that with a psychology questionnaire provided in the app. And then we use
1: uh, machine learning to try to find patterns between those two things. Are you working with um, a team of people in terms of the psychology behind this? And So right now,
2: it's just me. Okay. Uh, I have a lot of um, unofficial mentors. Uh, but as the project gets going, and as we get closer to our beta release later this year, Um, I hope to uh, secure more funding so we can bring on those kind of people because that's really important to the project.
0: How did you come up with this idea for this business plan?
2: So uh, I was actually looking into how to be healthy. Um, And what I found out is that there's just so much information out there that it's hard to decipher what we should actually end up doing. And not only that, I started to look into the most recent kind of research on the subject, and it turns out that there isn't really a one-trick pony for everybody. Uh, It's all personalized. And so the kind of medicine and healthcare system we have right now, which is just the same advice for everybody, just isn't going to work. And so we already generate all this data, and let's put it to use, and let's actually find out what's best for everybody. Let's personalize healthcare.
1: So what role did the FAU Keenan Social Engagement program play in the process? Uh, so the Keenan program
2: at FAU, um, it was based off of a course that I took at the Honors College, Social Entrepreneurship, taught by uh, Christopher Strain and Timothy Stegenga, uh, great people that actually helped me um, really grow this business plan. And it gave me that kind of initial push, right? It gave me uh, some amount of funding so I could actually go and pursue this instead of worrying about other things or worry, worrying about paying this out of my pocket. But it also gave me uh, access to mentors and uh, just the knowledge that people actually believe in my idea as much as I believe in it.
0: Why did you enter the FAU business plan competition?
2: After taking that social entrepreneurship course and after developing this business plan for the Keenan program, uh, I was looking to expand on it even more and get even more Um, kind of public interaction with it. I want to, you know, refine this thing into a real product. Uh, And so I thought the business plan competition was an excellent opportunity to do that. I honestly wasn't even thinking about winning. I was just thinking about uh, getting some feedback on this thing. And I definitely got a lot of valuable
1: feedback.
0: Yeah, you did get a lot of good feedback. I think everyone did.
1: So in terms of the the feedback, is there some particular important pieces of feedback that you learned from the business plan competition that you're going to kind of views going forward?
2: Yeah, the judges were really critical, honestly, about my inclusion of IP and legal fees. And I completely agree with them that that actually is a big uh, expense and problem moving forward. I wouldn't say problem necessarily, but something that we definitely have to look into. Um, I was looking into compliance with existing regulations, but making sure that our entire pipeline of software is compliant is um, really important
1: for the project. So, in terms of the actual backbone of the of the app, is it is it already developed? Is this still um, is it a concept, or do you actually have uh, so, software that's working? And did, if so, did you do the software as well? So, um,
2: yeah, I have years of computer science experience. So, I'm um, although I'm a physics major, I've you know traveled the country competing in computer science competitions and things like that. And so uh, I'm currently working on developing both the mobile app and the back end. And a lot of it is done right now. And honestly, uh, I did it almost selfishly because I was gifted an Apple Watch and I had all this data. I'm like, this is useless. So what can I do? What kind of project can I make to actually get some use out of this? And so that's kind of one of the reasons Live Metrics was born.
1: So if I was a user of because I have an Apple Watch and I'm used to, you know, the, the, the sleeping apps and the way it's tra- tracking your, your health there. So how, how would I interact or what, what would I expect uh, in using your app as just kind of the average um, the average user?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, so you're not going to have to do anything special in putting the data in. Um, for iOS specifically, a lot of the data is stored in Apple's uh, HealthKit. Uh, so we're going to be taking data from there. We're going to be... Um, applying it to machine learning models. But even more basically, we're going to be applying traditional algorithms to try to find patterns between um, like your blood pressure, for example, or your activity tracking through your Apple Watch and uh, the psychological survey kind of metrics. So general happiness, uh, general energy levels and things like that. And trying to see quantitatively say, uh, I will have a 15% better week if I work out 30 more minutes on Monday or something like that.
0: In retrospect, would a more intensive business plan boot camp have been helpful in preparing for the competition or what is your insight as far as your experience?
2: I actually have a kind of a unique experience coming into this because I came from the Keenan program. Uh, and so I actually had basically a boot camp coming into this, not only from the social entrepreneurship course, which uh, allowed me, uh, my professors and my peers to kind of hash out this idea together. But also uh, friends of the Keenan program, Art Frigo and Charlie Fisher, actually helped uh, both me and Daisy, um, the other second place uh, business plan competition winner, um, to refine our business plan and our pitches. And so it was extremely valuable. um, And definitely, I, I think, any amount of exposure and honestly criticism you can get for your project, the better.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. The more feedback you can get... Positive and negative is
1: definitely
0: something to grow on.
1: Do you want to explain just briefly what social entrepreneurship, what that means? Sure. So um,
2: it's a little bit complicated, to be honest. But um, the most essential part of social entrepreneurship is the idea that we don't have to just make profit at any expense. We can have a double bottom line. We can help people. We can help the planet. And we can make profit at the same time. You know, there's this idea that nonprofits and organizations that help uh, the planet and people have to make a loss, right? They should just be charities. But that's just not the case. We can actually use the marketplace to improve our planet and ourselves.
1: What do you see as the next steps with um, your business idea with Life Metrics? So, Life Metrics is currently still in
2: development. Uh, we're going to be releasing a beta build uh, in a few months and then hopefully a a uh, full release by the end of the year. Um, and then when that beta build is released, we hope to share it with a select few um, users so that we can start generating data and get some feedback early on and uh, potentially show investors so that we can secure more funding so we can accelerate the development of Life Metrics and help it reach a broader market.
0: David, can you tell me where people can find out more about Life Metrics?
2: Sure. So people can go to lifemetrics.io. There they have my email if they want to contact me directly. Uh, and you can also enter in your email to sign up for a newsletter. So you'll get notifications when we get close to that beta build. So you have a shot at, you know, getting into that uh, as well as when we go public.
1: Well, David, thank you so much for joining us on what's happening at FAU Business. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.
0: What's Happening at FAU Business is part of the FAU College of Business podcast network. Learn more at business.fau.edu slash podcasts.